You are now listening to the African Growth Opportunities Podcast, where we share opportunities for Africans both in diaspora and on continent to develop, progress, and succeed in today's changing world. I'm your host, Udochi Okeke. And on today's episode, we will be talking to Indidi Wakalo about how blogging and social media can open doors for Africans. Hello, Indidi. Welcome to the show. Can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? So, again, my name is Indidi Wakalo, and I am right now living in Washington, D.C. I work in the social services slash workforce development um, field, and you know, I'm a blogger as well. I blog about the African diaspora through my, through my blog called Diaspora Free. Um, when I say the African diaspora, I mean pretty much black people all over, all over the world, anybody who, is, you know, who was ever a descendant of an African at any point. So um, I also write, um, a lot of my expression comes out in writing, whether it be through song, music, I mean, well, music, poetry, um, just stories, you know, whatever I feel like writing about at the time. So that's where I'm currently at. That sounds very fascinating. I'd love to get into a lot. Pretty, I'd like to get into a, a lot of what you talked about there. So um, we'll just start with the blogging and your platform, um, helping and um, empowering uh, Africans in the diaspora. So, uh, Indy, can you talk a little bit about, can you, I'm sure my audience would like to know more about your journey to getting to where you are now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So, yeah. Um, so, my dad is Nigerian. And my mom is African American, born in Virginia. Um, so, you know, growing up, you know, I always felt that we had two cultures, which was really awesome. But, you know, growing up in a place where it's not very cultured, you find myself, you know, having to hide or having to, you know, kind of dumb down, you know, at least the African side. Um, you know, I was always into it, especially having traveled to Nigeria, having you know, going to the parties, um, all the events that we used to attend, and I used to have so much fun, but then you get back around your um, American friends and everybody's, like, you know, shaming the fact that you're African. So, you know, growing up, you know, I just had to really come to, to terms with who I am in God first. And, and, you know, if God created me to be this person, then all aspects of me are important. That includes, you know, all my heritage you know, the way I look, the way I sound, whatever it is that I do, you know, it's all very important to me. So now as an adult, you know, at 31, you know, and over the past many years, I've come to embrace all aspects of me. So I celebrate my African heritage, my African-American heritage. And, you know, I, you know, I can, you know, do anything I want at any given time. I don't have to dumb down one side for another. If I feel like doing one thing that's, like, typically evil, I'll do it no matter where I am, you know. And so that's the freedom that I have now is embracing fully who I am, and it comes out through everything that I do. That's amazing. I, I think I think it's, it's really uh, amazing. I think that's one of the, actually the things that I really – love uh, to hear about is when somebody really fully embraces who they are, and that's really a huge part of my platform and why I do what I do. But um, can you tell us a little bit about, um, and I'm sure, that is, I'm sure that's, that's actually what inspired 
uh, or you know, I'm sure that bleeds through in everything you do with your platform. So can you tell us a little bit about um, what inspired you to start your platform? So my blog, I believe you said it's uh, Afri. Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's called Diaspora Afri. That's basically the word diaspora and the, fir- the first part of Africa, Afri, you know, in one word. I was trying to be fancy. But, um, <laughs> you know, so the, the journey to that is, you know, obviously I said I have, you know, two cultures, but, you know, seeing the similarities, you know, more than I saw the differences, especially growing up in a household with two different cultures, you know, I was like, you know, we're, we're more alike than different. And, you know, also I'm a Christian, so I read the Bible a lot, and I I read the story of Joseph and, you know, how his brothers sold him into slavery and how he ended up being the one that was able to redeem his brothers but the point of that is, I think that, you know, no matter what storyline we use in terms of slavery when it comes to black people, it's whether we sold ourselves or not. The idea is that we have the power to re- redeem ourselves with the knowledge that we've been given. We've been scattered around the whole earth, but I think that once we come together with the similarities and not focus on so much of the difference which has been taught to us, you know, we've been taught to see ourselves as different from the person who looks just like us. But I think once we eradicate that, we can begin to redeem each other through the gifts that, you know, one continent may have that another may not have. And, you know, we can just begin to blend ideas. And really, it's inspired by my faith in God and the Old Testament story of Joseph, but also um, just my, my, my willingness to see the similarities. And it comes out on my blog, so a lot of times I'll, hi- I'll highlight specific cultures. But then... You know, every once in a while, I'll say, oh, this is similar to this culture over here. Like, just for example, well, this culture in Barbados is similar to one over here in Nigeria, and it was actually derived from the, the Nigerian culture, you know. So I try to, mm. you know, try to blend it and make people see that, you know, there's nothing really new under the sun. We may reinvent it. We may remix it. But at the end of the day, it all comes from a common understanding, Wow, that is so powerful. That's really powerful imagery when you talk about, um, you know, how Joseph in the Bible, um, his brother sold him into slavery, and then he ended up being the one to redeem them, and then tying that back to the African and the diasporic uh, relationship I think that's such powerful imagery. I think that's I think that's really beautiful, and it's and I, and I agree with you. I think that if we all have that understanding, and we look at it that way, that no matter how uh, we may have, no matter what wounds we have regarding each other, and it may not be a slave, you know, being sold into slavery situation. It may just be something that we have to reconcile forgiveness, you know, between our brother or our coworker or whatever. And it could even be something even as large as that, or you know, family members who may have left Africa and then, you know, whatever the case may be. I, I just think that's a really powerful imagery. I'm, I'm over here digesting it because it's so beautiful. Ooh, thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, so how about, what, what, you know, how about you tell us, you know, what some obstacles are? What are any serious obstacles you may have faced um, as you pursued your goals and or, you know, you built your brand? And, and, and how exactly did you overcome them? This ask, this question actually comes from, you know, the purpose of this podcast is the African Growth Opportunities Podcast. So I'm trying to teach, um, I'm trying to help educate 
um, Africans both in diaspora and on continents exactly how they can build their own platforms or become stronger in uh, their particular skill set and things like that. So every time I get an expert or someone who um, has uh, specific knowledge in a specific area, I love to ask them, you know, what are some obstacles you overcome? Let's get real. And, um, and how did you overcome them? How would you advise others to overcome that as well? So what I'm realizing more now is a big obstacle I faced was, um, you know, putting sometimes others' needs before myself. So, you know, I always say that, that you know, I'm a giving person of the heart, so my gift is I'm able to give up the heart. I like to motivate. I like to encourage you know, when I have um, particular relationships, I, I'm, I like to be a person of purpose. So, you know, I like to be intentional about, you know, building up others. However, I think in the building up of others, I wasn't intentional about that same building up of myself, you know. Mm. So that's kind of what held me back. Um, thus far, I just, you know, sometimes I put my things to the side or, you know, I listened to something somebody said. Not not necessarily that somebody's opinion may sway me, but, you know, in, instead of listening to the gift that had naturally comes to me, sometimes I have put um, others' needs before mine in terms of, you know, being there for others but not being there for myself or not necessarily surrounding myself with mutually beneficial, you know, relationships where it's like we can help each other grow in that area of our giftings. So um, I think that has been a challenge, and now I'm realizing that, you know, that can, that can definitely happen. You know, once you allow yourself to open up and, and receive that help and, you know, ask for help, there are people who will come into your life who, you know, you'll pour into each other, or maybe you'll have, you know, maybe they'll just pour into you and give them the information that you need, and then maybe their time will be up and they'll move on. But now I'm more open to that help. I'm more open to saying, you know what, I'm a visionary. I can I can tell you what it is I want to do, but I may not know how to do the money aspect of it. Like, that's the real fact. Like, you know, the money aspect, I don't think I'll ever get a grasp on it. But what I can do is reach out to someone who can teach me about it. You know, I recently reached out to a person about another, you know, uh, project I'm trying to work on, and this person provided me with the tools and something practical like a book that I can read to, you know, gain more knowledge in the field I'm trying to grow in. So it's been a very amazing experience, you know, allowing yourself to open up and not feeling like you have to do it by yourself, but allowing yourself to realize that it's okay to put you first sometimes. You know, a lot of times as believers, Mm -hmm. you know, it is true that we should give, and it's better to give than to receive, but with, with wisdom as well. You cannot completely burn yourself out at the will of others. You have to take mm. that time to pour back into yourself and the gifts that God gave you because the reality is I'm a manager of the gifts that were given to me, and I can say I'm putting them to the side for, oh, oh, this person really needed me. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, these were the gifts, you know, I gave you, and, you know, you can give them the tools, but you don't have to give your all all the time, you know. So that's. I hope I got the point across. No, wow. That no, that that last bit was so powerful because I think a lot of people who uh, their gift is service, you know, mm-hmm. or you know, being of service to people in some way, they oftentimes lose sight of how to be their own advocates. 
So yes. I think it's really powerful how you said there at the end that um, that ultimately, ultimately uh, what God expects from you is just for you to um, be, be a gift, be to, um, I'm sorry, to give them, you know, the gift, give them from the gift that he's given you, but he doesn't ask, expect you to kind of do it all for them. Because exactly. obviously they were given a gift too, so they, you know, they, they they still have to they still have a responsibility, obviously, for to um to to follow through and to you know to do the rest on their own. Exactly. So I just think that's I think that's really 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 empower, empowering um, when you really dig down deep and know what you're saying. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so I I really like to hear more about your um you, you know what other sorts of opportunities that you may see for people who might be interested in getting into your space you know like when my listeners come from all walks of life um they could be someone who is you know trying to be an up and coming person in Nigeria or in you know Sierra Leone or anywhere and maybe their life a little bit challenging and maybe they just have, but all they have is like a smartphone and the ability to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it may be someone all the way from here in, in um, America who, um, or London or somewhere else in the diaspora who simply wants to, um, you know, learn a few more things. Is there anything you have to say that uh, can address these people who just want to maybe get into your space but don't know how? Okay, so um, in terms of me, Currently, I blog, and I would say research is the first key, researching um, how others do it, you know, reaching out to people who may be able to give you resources, but also knowing what your target audience is and knowing what message you're trying to portray. So, you know, I know that, for example, the message I'm trying to portray, you know, it, it derives from my faith, but it also derives from, you know, I, I want to inspire, I want to educate so there are certain things that you know I may not post on social media. There are certain things that I may not do because I don't want my page to be about that. So you know I took some time, you know, going through the pages of maybe other people who do the same thing I do, and I was like, you know what, maybe they did that here, maybe they did that there. That worked for them in that area. You know, partly that may work for me, that but that may not work for me. You know, just trying to decipher, you know, what it is and weeding out because sometimes, and I think I did this in the beginning. You go into stuff, you're just like, oh, yeah, I have an idea. Let me just do it. But then you realize, okay, hold on, let me draw back. Let me see what's the best way to go about this because at the end of the day, it's still a brand that you're building. So just want to make sure you do it accurately. And I'm still learning. I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm just saying from what I've learned thus far, and I still have a lot more to learn. So also, um, you know, I would say, you know, use use your social media. Like one thing – I, I like about social media is that when it's used right, you know, you can you have the opportunity to tell your your story, you know. So, in terms of especially for Africans, Africans mm-hmm. have always had we've always had our story told for us in a negative way or you know through the lens of others. So a lot of times you go online and the person telling our story doesn't look like us at all. But now through social media, we've had the chance to tell our own story. So, you know, I would say that use that gift that's been given, even though it was a long time coming, you know, just use it. Tell your story. I have a cousin that lives in Nigeria. Um, He is a photographer, and what he did was he just started posting 
his pictures on Instagram, and suddenly now, you know, he has a lot of followers, and, you know, he travels throughout Nigeria, and he uses his pictures to tell stories. So, you know, he'll take a picture of a person, you know, he'll find out their story, he'll tell their story, and then he'll encourage us to, you know, find out about people's stories. Don't just look at the picture, but find out people's stories. So I like what he's doing, and we actually met on Instagram, um, and so it was it was very um, amazing. I, we just had the same last name. We started talking, oh, same village, same town. You know, basically we're cousins. So at the end of the day, you know, we built this relationship, and, um, you know, so that was that's an example of him using his platform to get what he needs, and I was able to interview him on my blog, and, you know, he told me um, basically that I, I got him, you know, some recognition in ways that he that I didn't even know. So basically what he did was use what he had and then, you know, use me as a source. You know, don't be afraid to use family and friends, you know, as a source and, and get your name out there, you know, um, because it, it really does help. Social media really does help. Absolutely, Indy. I think that's great. And I think that um, I think that social media is like one of the greatest tools that, I mean, people, com- people here in the States complain, oh, my gosh, it's so distracting. You're always swiping. But I think it's one of the greatest tools, especially when you're in um, a situation where, you know, you need your life to change and it's like you need – and you don't have a lot of money to do something um, like go to school or whatever other types of, you know, opportunities that there may be out there that might be expensive, but if you have social media, you can do research, you can, um, yeah, yeah. there's just so much there, and I think you really hit the nail on the head with that. Um, yeah. And knowing that you have your own platform that you developed and, you know, you have people that you're always interviewing and stuff like that, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's a really, it's really awesome. I think that's a great, that's a great uh, piece of advice there. Um, so, so, yeah, so, like, what kind of opportunities actually do you see for, because, you know, we're all about growth and opportunities for Africans on this podcast. So what kind of opportunities do you see for Africans, like, all over the world who may be looking for success? I see a lot of opportunity. Um, you know, again, I think that we have the opportunity, you know, to tell our story. But I think that, you know, especially for Africans who are inventors, for Africans who you know, are in other fields that I have no idea about, like IT, or maybe they're in the, you know, house remodeling business or whatever it is that they do, I think that there are many opportunities, and I think that we now have the opportunity to create our own. So, and I see a lot of collaboration, even though it's not as highlighted. I see a lot of collaboration between Africans. You know, the other year, uh, in 2014, they had the African, the U.S. African Summit that was, mm. you know, initiated by Barack Obama. And there I saw so many Africans, you know, they came from Africa, some were here, but people flew in from all over the world for this conference. And I saw people, I watched people building relationships, building, you know, business ideas. Um, I, I watched so many people do it. So I think that, you know, especially we have to just, you know, break down that wall. People aren't as intimidating as they seem. I'm just an ongoing person, so I'm not afraid to walk up to somebody. But I think that's where opportunity comes. I think, um, you know, the next phase of what it's going to look like for African people, I think it's going to be us creating our own opportunities because as we can see, there's not too many people rushing 
to give us opportunities that benefit us. It may benefit them, may benefit us in the short term, but in the long run, I think that's where the opportunity lies, where we mm. come together to create our own. Yeah, and I think I think something that um, you kind of hinted at there was that you know someone might make an opportunity for you that might benefit us. You know, that might benefit you or us or Africans in a small way in the short term. And sometimes you just gotta grab that opportunity and run with it and take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And take it as far as you possibly can. Because I mean, number one, it could get snatched away from you. But number two, you know, it's an opportunity is an opportunity. You know, you kind of just gotta use it as a platform and go with it. So I definitely I I agree with you 100% there. Um, so since we're on the topic of opportunities, um, how about your platform? Are there any opportunities for Africans on your platform? Yes. Um, so where I can use my gift to help others shine is through the gift of interviewing. This is what I do. I like to highlight, mm-hmm. you know, Africans, you know, I mean, all black people, but I mean, for Africans specifically, you know, if you have an idea, if you have something that you want to put out there, you know, you can definitely reach out to me and I'll give the information from my blog towards the end of the show. But, you know, just to help you get your name out there, pr- promoting you, you know, um, send me pictures of what you're doing. Send me your ideas. You know, I'll highlight it. We'll talk. You know, if you're in another country, we can, you know, do a conversation or you can send me a bio or something um, where people can get to you um, because we have to get that information out there. And then as for me personally, you know, if someone comes to me and says, you know, I need this or I need that, even if I don't know myself, I will Mm -hmm. I, I just feel like I'm the person, I always know somebody somewhere. So it's like, you know, I'll at least connect you to, the rest will be up to, you know, the relationship you facilitate. But I'll definitely always be willing to connect you with somebody who can help you. That's really cool and very generous of you, Ndidi. Um So as we wrap up, um, how about you uh, let us know um, and, the, and the listeners know where they can, um, if they're interested in contacting you, where they can do that. you got a website so, or anything? Yes, for my blog, um, that's the main thing I'm doing right now. It's nddlove.tumblr.com. That's spelled N like Nancy, D-I-D-I dot, um, oh, sorry, N-D-I-D-I love dot Tumblr, T-U-M, blr.com and um, I can be reached by email at nddlove at hotmail.com so same spelling my Instagram is nddlove but it's ndd underscore love and my Facebook and YouTube are both nddlove and they're two separate words so I mean just reach out to me and I always reach back out to people um, and just let me know what it is you're trying to do or trying to collaborate even. Thank you so much, Indidi. It's been such a pleasure interviewing you and speaking with you today. Um, I really hope and look forward to other opportunities to just chat with you and just, you know, have more, learn more about you and what you do. Thank you, Dochi, for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Um, I, I wish you the best. Thank you. As always, blossom where you're planted. You have been listening to the African Growth Opportunities Podcast brought to you by Wudo.com. Wudo.com is your resource for Black and Igbo media, merchandise, and business topics from all over the web. 
When search engines let you down, Wudo's got your back. Visit Wudo.com today. <laughs>